According to the National Center for Drug Abuse, over 165 million Americans ages 12 and up are currently abusing drugs or alcohol. Of those 165 million Americans, there is a mom, dad, sister, brother, wife, husband, son, daughter, or grandparent praying and pleading that they would stop. Addiction is a subject most people don't like to talk about and is kept behind closed doors. But the Finding Hope podcast will bring light to the subject and give families that are living in shame, guilt, hopelessness, fear, worry, and anger, tools and education to find strength, peace, happiness, joy, and hope. Hello, I'm Amy LaRue, Finding Hope Coordinator for Hope is Alive Ministries and your host for this Finding Hope podcast. At Hope is Alive, our mission is to radically change the lives of drug addicts, alcoholics, and those who love them. We do this through our intentional next level sober living homes and faith-based support groups for the loved ones of addicts called Finding Hope. Thank you for joining us today. Before I introduce our special guests, I want to let the listeners know about our upcoming Finding Hope Leader Training. The training will take place on Friday, April 21st at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom. You don't have to have all the answers to be a leader, just a passion and a calling to support others who love someone with an addiction. You can email me, Amy, at amy at hopeisalive.net or go to our webpage, findinghope.today to register. Today, I have a special guest joining me, Miss Darcy Stevens. She was a guest on one of my first podcasts, and I asked her to join me again today to share a little bit about what she learned at the Finding Hope Retreat. Welcome, Darcy. Hi, thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good, good. Well rested from the retreat? Yes. Very good. We just got back just a few days ago, and so I just thought we would sit here and just have a, you know, just a little informal conversation about what you learned, what I've learned, and, and what we saw witnessed that happened at the retreat. But before we get started, I also wanna give a big shout out to our amazing sponsors that made this retreat even possible. Um, Church at the Crossing, Valley Hope, Country Road Recovery Center, T-Lux Love Fund, Stonegate Recovery Center, Peaceful Family Oklahoma, Kelbell Creations, Fairview Mennonite Brethren Church, Church on the Move, First Baptist Church Jinx, and Quell Springs Baptist Church, and many, many other individuals and I had a lady come up to me on the second day that morning, Saturday mornings with like tears in her eyes, Darcy. Mm -hmm. And she said, thank you. Tell those sponsors, thank you. Because she was one of our scholarship recipients. And she's like, I needed this more than I I didn't realize. And she said, if it wasn't for the scholarship, I wouldn't have been able to be there. That's so good. And so that's why we have all these sponsors. And so thank you. If we have any of the sponsors listening, thank you so much Mm -hmm. um, for being a part of it. And so Darcy, I just went, our theme was rooted in truth. Mm -hmm. And um, you actually played a big role in coming up with that name. I remember um, we worked together Mm -hmm. here in Oklahoma City and we were actually eating lunch in our break room and we were talking about brainstorming names for the retreat. And I said, I just keep hearing the word fear. Mm -hmm. When I talk to people on the phone, the fear, the anxiousness, all these 
you know, negativity, like just how do I get through this day? Mm -hmm. Um, what's going to happen next worries, all of that. And I didn't really want, yes, the opposite of fear is faith and we have to have faith, but I just didn't feel like it was going to be faith over fear. And so we were talking and what did you, and you said, what about rooted in truth? And it was like, Oh, that's perfect. So then I started to do some research because that's what I like to do (laughs) about roots. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what I learned was how important, and I'm, I, I'll tell everybody out there listening, I do not have a green thumb. I have a black thumb. (laughs) So I'm right there with you. (laughs) Um, but roots do play a huge role in plants and helping Mm -hmm. them to grow and to thrive. And so the roots actually, uh, they're down in the ground. We can't see them. Right. Mm -hmm, Right. And so they're either going to be thriving or not. Mm -hmm. And we'll see the fruit of it above. Yes. And so the roots actually absorb and transport water and the nutrients from the soil it to keep it, the plant healthy and living. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's my problem with plants. Maybe it's, I'm not watering them or I'm watering them too much. I think (laughs) it's part of mine, but also roots play another major role. They anchor the plant firmly. Mm -hmm. So in the storms in the, like, and we had just had this huge windstorm here in Oklahoma. I mean, I, after the, we were at the retreat when it hit, and I remember coming back into my neighborhood and there were fences blown down, mm-hmm. right? Because they're, they're just, they're not rooted down in the ground. Right. You know, the poles are sticking there, but the actual fence panels were down. But trees were still up. Mm-hmm. Now, there are a few branches, but the trees were still standing, which showed me that they had a good root mm-hmm. system, that they were able to weather, per se, the storm that it faced. Yes. And so my prayer for the, our retreat weekend was that wherever our attendees, if they were, their roots were weak and they're just trying to survive and they were unhealthy, that they could get rid of those roots and replace them and strengthen with the truth. Mm -hmm. And so I started to see, I don't know if you noticed this on Friday, as everyone was coming in, I could just see that still like the tents. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're smiling, but like, what am I getting into? Or I could just see that they were weighed down by mm-hmm. life. You know, um, many of them, I would say probably half of them, or maybe even more, that their loved ones are still active mm-hmm. in their addiction, which can be scary coming to this retreat. Right. Like, what's going to happen when I'm here? Mm-hmm. Um, my kids are there or, you know, yeah. but they chose still to say yes to themselves. Yes. But I could see that them carrying all of that. But already by Saturday morning, I could see something lifted. Mm -hmm. And so let's just kind of get into the flow of how the retreat worked. And then I want, I'd love to hear what your take was from all the different sessions and, or maybe some of the stuff that you heard from others that attended the retreat. So we started Friday evening with, um, the keynote speaker, Allison Lang, which Mm -hmm. is the COO of hope is alive, our bosses. And she was incredible. Yes. You know, I just, she could relate to us. This Mm -hmm. is Lance. Yes. Life, you yes. know, and she went into, you know, some of her story. But before I say what I've learned, what did what was a big takeaway from her talk with you? So we've heard her talk so many times and we've heard portions of her story, mm-hmm. but the story that she told that night was so good to see it from that perspective. And what I took away is to re- even though I've been on this recovery journey for myself for almost four years now, mm-hmm. Um, to remember to grieve. That's mm-hmm. my biggest thing that I took away from her talk. 
um, because I'll stay rooted in that grief and that um, just being mad, upset all the time and wanting things to be how they used to be or we're not quite where we thought Mm. we would be or we were here at one time, but we're not right now. And looking at that, I stay in the grief and I'm not mourning all mm-hmm. of that. And so I would just was reminded that I need to mourn again. Like when Scott went to treatment, when he moved into HIA, I was like, I grieved a lot of it and like got over a lot of the stuff that we had walked through. But since then there's been setbacks and mm-hmm. relapse and I haven't grieved those and what I lost and what we, I thought we were walking through. And so it was good to be reminded of that. And I even told her that night, I was like, I needed to be reminded of that because I kind of forgot that I needed to grieve all of that. And she talked about let it all out. Mm-hmm. Stop holding it in. She even said, if tonight you need to find a place and just cry until you fall asleep, cry until you fall asleep. Let it out. We are in a safe place. If you're listening, let it out right now. Mm -hmm. Pause this podcast, come back to it and just let it out. Grieve. You know, she says we have to grieve our before. Yes. You know, and you know, we've talked about this at Finding Hope too, is you just have a vision, right? Mm -hmm. You get married. We're both married to spouses that are alcoholics and we have this vision when you get married, what it's going to be like. And then, you know, it doesn't always, it's not all sunshine and flowers, right? Right. right. But then addiction does hit Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh man. Mm -hmm. And so we do, we have to let out in a safe place. Yes. You know, I know you journal a lot. Mm -hmm. I think that's, is that one of the ways you? Yeah, I journal a lot. Like I'll take my hurts when I'm struggling through to the Lord Mm -hmm. and then allow him to turn it and Mm -hmm. like turn it for his good and like what he wants me to hear from it. Good, good. Um, Anything else that stood out to you from her talk? Um, I also enjoyed like let it all out till you can't cry anymore. Mm. Because if we're holding on to just a little bit, it's going to keep us from getting to where God wants us to be. So Mm -hmm. we have to fully surrender all of it to him. And so it was another good reminder to just fully surrender and keep walking in a a spirit and an attitude of being surrendered. Yeah. And I like that, you know, she did talk about that and she talked about her second yes to Jesus. Yes. And, you know, he asked us to believe his word and his promises for our life. And so we have to let it go, not hold on to that tiny thing that we're still holding on to and just let it all out. And I remember her saying something about, even if you don't feel like you can take that next step, he's there to lift you up and to carry you through that. And so we've just got to let him, let it out, give it to him and let us carry, let him carry us all out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, it was so powerful and just, she's just incredible, great mentor, great leader and just knowledge of the Bible and, um, just inspiring to so many people. I mean, I heard people talking about her all weekend Mm -hmm. and what she had to say. Yes. And so we, um, we had her incredible, incredible. And then we went to bed. Um, I think most people went to bed. I went to bed. Yes. Um, and then Saturday morning we had the opportunity for 
all the attendees to attend three different breakout sessions. Mm -hmm. There were six available for them to choose from. And I'm getting so many, I wish I could have gone to all of them. I wish I could. I was like, I know, I know. But my, my thought was like, what do you need? Mm -hmm. Right? Like I might need something more than you need it. Right. And so, um, to kind of choose where do I need to plant my root, which breakout session to have, um, thriving roots. And Mm -hmm. so we had different ones from stepping out of the brokenness into purpose, finding healing for the whole family mm-hmm. and um, and then coping skills for anxiety. There's one about boundaries and in light, all sorts of boundaries. Mm-hmm. I list, you know, and one about trauma and also one about the brain and how to rewire it and um, mm-hmm. to help us in our recovery. So um, you only got to go to three. Right. I yes. try to go into all of them just to peek in. Um, they're just so good. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have gone to all of them too. Right. So which one Which one or two did you go to? And tell us a little bit about what you learned there. Uh, so I went to the Peaceful Family okay. one just because, you know, we have four kids and recovery for the whole family is so mm-hmm. important. So I'm constantly wanting to learn about that. And in that session, Jamie had us... Um, draw out a mobile okay, and kind of like a family tree, mm-hmm. but make it a mobile. And if like you- Like a crib mobile? Yes, okay. yeah, like one that goes above a baby crib. And if you would have asked me six months, my mobile would have been jam packed full. But mm-hmm. when I was there, it surprised me at what it looked like, but it was good, not in a bad way, mm-hmm. but in a good way of who are, who is our family allowing to play mm-hmm. parts in our recovery? Wow. And who are we allowing um, to control ourselves as well as who are we controlling? Who can we control? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're to- we talk about this all the time in Finding Hope that we can't control anybody but ourselves. So it was a great reminder. She After we drew our mobile, she gave us um, a circle diagram that had the center circle. Who can you control? Mm. Well, who should you put there? Only yourself. And then the second one was, who do you have some control over? Which somebody in our group was like, I don't like that word control. Can we change it to influence? Oh, I like that. So who can you have influence? My kids, you know, like that's who I can have. And who can I not control Mm -hmm. in that last circle? And so it was just really good to see. And some of the people that didn't make it into my mobile were on that no control. I have no control over yeah. them and what they decide to do and the decisions that they make. So yeah. it was really wow. good in that session. And then the other session that, um, I went to two others, but the other one that really spoke to me was, um, Lisa Bain. Mm. And it was so good that there's purpose in whatever you're walking through. And a lot of, I know for myself, a lot of times we can put God in a box Mm -hmm. and even like, we know what we walk through. God's good. God can use it to his glory, but sometimes we still put that in a box. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, he's only going to use this part or, Oh, I can only help these people or, Oh, I can only do this or my story doesn't matter. And so it's just a reminder to get outside of that box and constantly serve other people and through that, you'll see miracles in your life and those around you. And I heard her, I heard part of hers too, and talking about a puzzle piece mm-hmm. that she showed a puzzle and it's, and we talk about, but it was like a dark puzzle piece, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you think it, when you're in this darkness, like that's all you can see in it. There's no way, there's no beauty in it. Yes. Right. 
But then she showed us the whole puzzle. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for that darkness, that picture wouldn't, that puzzle would not have been yeah. as beautiful as it was. Yeah. That was so good too. Yeah. Like she made so many points <laughs> yes. that were really good that played a huge, like it all went back, went together. But yes, I heard a lot of people talk about that too. Like yeah. the puzzle piece at hers. Yeah. Okay. So you went to that and what was your last one you went to? Um, the other one I went to was Amy Turner and she talked about trauma and, okay. um, an addiction and just the importance of, she talked a lot about EMDR okay. and the importance of healing the brain. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, we're told, um, with, um, a loved one of an addict that it takes 12 to 18 months for the brain to heal. Um, but there's also tools that can help that. And mm-hmm. she explained what EMDR does okay. and, um, what a role it can play in, in all of that. And it was just really good to hear um, to hear that and like our brains are so amazing and how they function oh and how goodness. they work and even ourselves if we have trauma that we can do EMDR too mm-hmm. and um, just heal the parts of our brain that we don't that we think are healed or we don't even know that need to be healed. Yeah, absolutely. And then we had a couple a few other ones. The mm-hmm. boundaries I heard was really good. Someone just said like, I needed that today. Yeah. Right. Um, I had someone, so Tim, he's Mm -hmm. a, um, he did one on the brain and someone reached out to me, does he have a YouTube channel? (laughs) He so needs to do something. He has researched and researched Mm -hmm. just rewiring and something that he always talks about is put a smile on. Fake it. If you need to just drive with a fake smile, your brain will start to learn that, Mm, that positive or start with an affirmation every day. Um, something I have thought about, like my watch, I have a smartwatch. Mm -hmm. You do too. And it tells me when I'm being lazy and I need to stand up, right? Yes. Time to stand, time to move. Well, why don't we program it to also notify it, you are worthy. Mm, that's you so know, good. Having those po- cause I get excited when it says, yeah, you've done great. Yes. I did yeah. great today. I walked great. Yes. Um, but why, why don't we do that? And then mm. we can read it. You know, we always check our watch when it buzzes mm-hmm. or our phones or whatever it might be to work on that rewiring yes. of the brain. Yeah, that's good. And then my dear friend, um, Holly, she did one on anxiety and just the coping mechanisms and how it all works and the research behind it in the brain and just got some, heard amazing, I, I've filled out how of a survey and just the comments everyone's saying from all the breakout sessions. So mm-hmm. it was a great, great morning. Yes. yes. And then um, we moved into the afternoon. In the afternoon, I always want it to be a time of rest and reflection. Mm -hmm. And I went to Lisa, you know, I said I was on part of hers. And what she said about rest is Mm -hmm. it is a weapon given to us by God. I like that, how it's a weapon. Sometimes we don't see it that way. But the enemy hates it mm-hmm. because he wants us stressed and occupied. Mm-hmm. And just actually, it's kind of crazy that she, she talked about that because I had already programmed my email. I send out a weekly newsletter. Mm-hmm. If you're not on it, I love to get you connected to it. And I talked about five, find five minutes, mm-hmm. find five minutes to rest. And then the next, you know, maybe the next week you find 10. Right. And so we do, we have that whole afternoon for rest. Mm-hmm. We had some guys that went golfing. Yes. We had chair massages. We had some ladies painting that stresses me out, but that show, right. they, they were resting yes, and, I was they like, were. and it was, they were doing a great job. Um, I saw people in the, in a hot tub. I saw mm-hmm. people walking the trails and um, some people went and said they took naps. Mm-hmm. So it was just a time 
to invest back in ourselves yes. and to rest and to use this weapon that God has given us. Yes. What yeah. did you do? So I went to my room and I worked for a few minutes and then I went to the chair massage. Okay. And then after that, I went to the yoga. Oh, I never mentioned we had yoga. Yeah. 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 And I've never done yoga before. Okay. Ever. And it was so good because God even used that as a little God, God um, moment or God wink. Mm -hmm. And in that, the instructor had us write down on a piece of notebook paper, three things that we are grateful for mm -hmm. and three things that we needed to release. Wow. And um, the breathe, I've heard over and over again how important breathing mm -hmm. is and the breathing in and the breathing out. And so she had us do that. And then she had us look at the things that we were grateful for and take those in and then release what we needed to release, the three things that we needed to release. And then she had us tear it up and she was like, oh, and you can just set them beside you or if you want to, you can throw them across the room. And I threw it. Wow. And I was like, yeah, I could just feel the release of things that I was holding on to that I didn't need to hold on to That's anymore. So good. And it was, it was just a moment that God used at the retreat. And so I was thankful for the yoga. Getting rid of those bad roots. Yes. In yes. a sense, right? Mm -hmm. And clean those things that we're grateful for. That helps going back to Tim, rewiring our brain. Yes. Every morning, what are you grateful for today? Yes. So that's so good. Um, I'm glad you got that time. Mm -hmm. I'm glad everyone got that time. That's sometimes the most favorite part of the retreat yeah. is having that time. Because yeah. in know? our day to day, we don't get it. No, we don't. We don't. Yeah. We're Yes, we just go, 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 go. Mm -hmm. So we have that, and then we had a nice dinner, mm -hmm. and I had some amazing conversations at dinner. One lady was talking about how she had come the year before, and the worship music there had spoke to her so much that she went home from the retreat last year, created a playlist of mm -hmm. just worship songs, and then she was baptized in November. Oh, and it's just so like, awesome. she goes, I now get on my knees and just turn on this music when I, when I need it. Yeah. Like, I just know this is my time with God. I need this time. Mm -hmm. And so just the conversations people were having at the dinner table and building, not necessarily about our loved ones, but just building those relationships, mm -hmm. you know, working, what have we learned and just laughing and smiling and yeah. doing all that during dinner. It was incredible. Yeah. And then we had another keynote speaker, Karen Jensen Salisbury, mm -hmm. and she talked about today is not a life sentence. Right. You know, right. Um, you know, we know the one that is bigger than our problem, mm -hmm. which is God. And so she talked about, so I'm going to talk about the four points and just let me know if there's something that spoke to you. Okay. So the first point she said, get directions, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, he makes a way, meaning God makes a way when there is no way. Yes. Yes. And so then she talked about get past the pain. And this one really spoke to me. Mm -hmm. It was about the valley. Do you remember what she was saying in that one? So that actually is what spoke to mm -hmm. me a lot. I say, don't stay camped out in the valley. And it was just so good to like know that, recognize that you're there, yeah. but don't stay there and to move go back to the first point to get to move get the direction you need to not stay camped out in that valley or in that pain and so it's so good for me to hear that because a lot of times we do we're just like oh this is what happened we're Let's almost just, in a pity party yeah, right right like right yeah but you know and it's not fun 
No. You know, but and then it goes back to the puzzle, the black puzzle piece, yes. the dark puzzle piece. That's part of that valley. But if we don't, if we stay there, we can't see the masterpiece right. that God's plan for this. Right. So, and then she's talked about get free mm. with the forgiveness. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that forgiveness is poison to us. Like we think we're holding on to this unforgiveness because, oh, that person did this to me. So I have every right to be mad at them mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. No, like they, they could care less that you're still mad at them. And so you have to forgive so you can be walking in what God has for you because he doesn't want us to live in an, a, a spirit of unforgiveness. And that's how our relationship with God started. He forgave yes, us first, yes. right? Like, yeah. you know, and we are called to forgive others, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and then the last point was get closer. Mm. And getting closer gets us closer to, do you remember what she said? Peace, joy, miracles and that hope. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and she talked about who moves when we're in that relationship, who moves away. Oh, we do. We, yeah. Yes. Cause she, she did the, uh-huh. um, the, um, analogy of being in a car and yeah. like God stays right. Like the driver stays there. Well, God's our driver. Uh-huh. And so, and then we move away and we think, Oh, God, what did we do to make you go away? No, we chose to separate. And so we have to choose to go back and get right beside him and walk and go along the journey with him. Yeah. And one of the girls in my group actually did the analogy of, because you know, in Oklahoma, it's pretty flat land. (laughs) And she's from, she's from um, somewhere else has a lot of mountains. And she said that on, where she's from on one side of the mountain, there's a highway and on the other side of the mountain, there's a highway and we can't, you can't see, you don't know that there's another mm-hmm. highway, but God sees it and looks down and you can see it. Like he can see both roads mm, and we can't. Good. And so he knows where to take us. So we just have to trust him. Wow. That, that's a good mm-hmm. one too. Yeah. Yeah. So we had an incredible time and the, we moved into Sunday morning with mm-hmm. Pastor Brandon, and he is the youth pastor at First Baptist Church Jinx. He, oh my goodness, he was amazing. Yes. He actually um, has a mother mm-hmm. who is in addiction and was able to relate to us in so many yes. different ways. And related and also pulled on our heartstrings and Mm -hmm. all of that. What spoke to you through him? So my word for the year is abide. Okay. And he used the word abide and how he related all that together is, you know, we see what's in front of us, but that's not the truth. Like what are like, we have to abide in what God says about it. Like we can see the reality, but what does God say about it? And so all like all of that, like what was spoken throughout the week and or the weekend and what he said, all of it comes down to is us being rooted in mm. God and abiding in him daily, not just when we feel like it, mm-hmm. not when the storm comes, but all the time. So we're prepared and we know how to walk through whatever we're walking through. Yeah. And he said a couple of times I had my notes and he said, allow God to bring order to your chaos Yes, and trust in his truth. Mm -hmm. And and he also said, God is calling us to rest, just like we talked Mm -hmm. about. And, you know, we have been given this free gift of grace from him. Yes. Yeah. So it was 
phenomenal, a great weekend. But we, you kind of touched on it. One thing that we haven't talked about is throughout the weekend, we broke up into small groups yes. with about uh, six to seven, mm-hmm. six to eight, six to seven people in each one. And so you got to meet with other spouses yes. that are similar, that are walking this road. Yeah. So right. what, why was that so important? And tell us more about your small group. So my small group, like she, like you said, are all like we're all spouses mm-hmm. or a significant other of somebody who um, battles um, substance abuse disorder, and we're all in different stages of our own recovery. Mm-hmm. Our spouses are all in different stages of their journey. Some of them have been sober for five years, some a year, some six months, mm-hmm. some not. Yeah, and um, it was just great to connect with other women who get what I walk through, whether my husband is sober or whether he's not. And it's so hard in day-to-day life to connect or feel comfortable or mm-hmm. safe to share parts of your story. And we each individually got so much from each other and were able to support each other. Um, we started a group, a group me mm-hmm. group, and even since we've left, we've been able to support each other, pray for each other, connect. We were able to speak life into each other, um, share what we've gotten from the weekend. And if we forgot something, oh, yeah, I remember that. And yeah. it was just so good to have that intimate time with other people who get it. And I like that you guys and other groups did the same thing. They have each other's numbers now mm-hmm. because we're at the retreat. But then we go back to real life yeah. and stuff happens while we're at the retreat. Mm-hmm. You know, life doesn't stop just because we're there. Right. We go back to reality. Mm-hmm. We go to, back to maybe relapses. Mm-hmm. We go back to one, the what ifs. And, yeah. but now you guys have a bond yeah. with people. You know, I say it all the time. You don't get it unless you live right. it with people who get it and that are living it. And I love what you said. You guys were all on different journeys. Some mm-hmm. were brand new to finding hope. Yeah. Some had been like you and I, been around for a while and then their loved ones are all in different spaces. And so that is so, it was, it's just so encouraging And the men, we had men there and they got to connect and get to their feelings. I know men, if you're listening, you're like, Oh, I don't like to feel, (laughs) but it was, it was so healing to allow those men to come together. And they were in small groups. We had two men's groups this year and moms that got to meet together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I loved at the end watching everyone at the end praying and supporting Mm -hmm. and checking in. And even last year, there's three moms that they reconnected at this year's retreat. I love that. I mean, they've been connecting through text and calls, but they got to see each other again. Mm -hmm. And that's what is so powerful with this retreat. Yes. So do you have anything else you want to share with our listeners today about the retreat or anything you learned? First of all, if you're on the fence about going and you don't know if it's the right place for you, if you'll get anything out of it, I'm telling you, the Lord, like I go and I quote unquote work, but God still speaks to me while I'm there. And whether your loved one's in recovery or not, it's for you. Mm-hmm. It's for you, like hear that, for you. Cause we put so much into our loved ones that we need to take time for ourselves. And the something that's just gonna, hopefully I carry throughout the, this next year and forever is just to continue to be rooted in God's word mm-hmm. and what he says. And no matter what storm I'm facing today or tomorrow, that God's going to get me through it. 
he's the my compass mm. and he's going to get me wherever I need to be as long as I'm rooted in what he says and his truth and praying and surrounding myself with the right people. Yeah, absolutely. So I like to in my podcast every time with the challenge because yeah. it's all about the application. And so I'm just going to end it with exactly how I ended the retreat. So mm-hmm. everyone got to hear a little bit about from the speakers and all that. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of, this is how I ended the retreat. I asked the attendees and I'm asking you listeners right now, where are you still holding? What are you still holding on to that you need to let go of? Are you allowing your loved one's addiction to control your life? Or are you going to start choosing to love your life? Have you said your second yes to Jesus and trusting him with your loved one? Are you camped in that valley? What resentments are you still holding on to? Who do you need to forgive? Maybe it's yourself. And then to remember when we get closer to him, we get closer to peace, joy, freedom, and hope. And my last comment is, what roots roots are keeping you from thriving? Let it go today. Reach out to me, reach out to someone who understands. Write it down and then find the truth from God's word and from his promises. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Darcy, for being here and being so open and transparent. And Darcy, I'm already going to put this out here and for everyone to save the date because we talked yesterday and we already have the date for 2024 and it sounds crazy. I'm already saying this in April. We're almost, we're 11 months, not 12. So we're close to 11 months. Mm -hmm. The next retreat. So put it on your calendars, make it a Mm non-negotiable. It's going to sell out. This one sold out. We had a wait list. And so March 22nd through to the 24th of next year. So be sure to put that down. I'm going to say it one more time. March 22nd through the 24th, it will be back in at Post Oak Lodge Mm -hmm. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And so also don't forget, if you feel like God is calling you, you don't have a local Finding Hope meeting, sign up to be a part of the training. Darcy's a leader and she, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a blessing Mm -hmm. and you learn so much as a leader. And remember, you don't have to have it all together. And that training will be April 21st. And you can learn more about Finding Hope at findinghope.today. But we would also love for you to give us a five-star review and share this on social media and be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss our next hope-filled episode. Thanks again for joining me, Amy LaRue, and our special guest, Darcy Stevens, on this episode of Finding Hope. And remember, you are not alone. It's not your fault. And there is hope. This episode of the Finding Hope podcast was brought to you by Hope is Alive Ministries. To learn more about Hope is Alive, visit our website at hopeisalive.net. If you are in need of immediate assistance, don't wait. Call us now at 1-844-3-HOPE-NOW. That's 1-844-3-HOPE-NOW. To find out more about Finding Hope and how you can get involved in a meeting close to you, visit findinghope.today.